Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now, it's Everything is Golden on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Here is your host, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly. Welcome to Everything is Golden, episode three. I guess if we're going to pick a title for this episode, we should call it Baby, It's Hot Out There. Heat waves are continuing to ramp up across the United States of America. You know what the Washington Post said about that last Friday? They said the heat waves are causing more of you, you and me, to burn fossil fuels, which is the exact thing that, of course, the left hates. Fossil fuels, remember, are the enemy. As temperatures have soared, so has the consumption of natural gas burned for the electricity needed to run air conditioners across most of the Northern Hemisphere, not just the United States. But in the United States, the record has been broken twice for summertime consumption of gasoline. It could also break again in coming days because it is hot out there. Heat waves and air conditioners. Last year, nearly a fifth of the world's increase, according to the Washington Post, in carbon dioxide emissions came from increased energy demands during extreme weather. And if you look at the maps, oh my goodness, you see swaths of purple, swaths of red all across the United States. How hot is it? According to the United Nations Secretary General, Antonio Gutierrez, the era of global warming is now over and we have entered into a new era that he calls global boiling. The Secretary of the United Nations, yes, is blaming you. He's blaming you. He's blaming me. He's blaming us. We human beings. We are the ones responsible for quote-unquote, unbreathable air and, in his words, unbreathable, unbearable heat. Two things, unbreathable air and unbearable heat. Why? It's our fossil fuel consumption. That's what's doing it. And not only do you people out there consume fossil fuels, but you won't act. You won't take the political advice that he and so many others want you to take and increase taxes and stop using fossil fuels. Everybody but he and his friends, you see. Remember, these are the same people that run off to Davos every year in their private planes to tell the rest of us that we shouldn't be flying commercial planes as much. But anyway, Mr. Gutierrez says the era of global warming has ended. The era of global boiling has arrived. The only surprise, he said, is the speed of change. Climate change is here. It's terrifying. And it's just the beginning. He also said that fossil fuel profits and climate inaction are unacceptable. World leaders need to tax, raise taxes, of course, on you, raise taxes on everybody. 
and use the extra revenue, as if there will be any extra revenue after they keep taxing and raising your taxes. But anyway, use that extra revenue to fight climate change. Yeah, we hear that all the time. We're going to fight climate change. What does that actually mean? Well, I do have some examples, by the way, of things that people are doing to offset high temperatures, but we will get to that. Meanwhile, figures compiled by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention found that there are more than 1,400 cases of dengue fever. That was in 2019, but that was up nearly 170% compared to the annual tally over what had gone on eight years before. Dengue fever, mosquito-borne virus. What does that have to do with climate? Well, it's hot. And mosquitoes, tropical climates. That's why. The CDC says that dengue fever is nicknamed the bone-breaking disease for causing joint and muscle pain so severe that it feels if the bones are actually breaking. It's a virus, typically runs its course and resolves, but in many as one in 20 cases, it can lead to bleeding and organ failure. Now, the specific drivers of this dengue outbreak, and that was again in 2019, just being reported now, are unclear. But an uptick in 2019 among travelers to the Caribbean and Central America coincided with the overall global rise in cases. So here's a warning. It's hot. Be careful of the mosquitoes. Be careful of the dengue disease. Phoenix, I said there are some things that we can do about global warming. I am going to get to that people say they can do about global warming. I'm going to get to those. But there is more news about the heat. First, Phoenix is bringing in refrigerated morgues to prepare for the influx that they say is coming of heat-related deaths. In Phoenix, temperatures have risen above 110 degrees. In some places in the southwest, the temperatures have reached as high as 108 degrees, according to officials in Phoenix. And Phoenix officials also say 25 people so far, this was as of last week, last weekend, have died of the heat. So, in Maricopa County, where they can't get the vote straight, they are bringing in refrigerated containers as backup storage for bodies as the uh, the city of Phoenix and Maricopa County continue to deal with soaring temperatures that have for days and days been above 110 degrees. You know, when it used to get this hot when I was growing up, we had a term for it. We had a name for it. It's called summertime. But hey, that was then. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? 
Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Vacation starts with VA. Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org. Now, New Yorkers, get ready. Con Edison is trying to prepare you for an electric bill shock. New Yorkers will face another costly burden as sizable spikes in their gas and electric bills are set to take place when? In August. Con Edison, the utility company responsible for providing energy to 10 million people in New York City, Westchester County, has justified their decision to raise rates. They did an interview with Fox News, Fox Digital, And they said that they're very aware of the burdens that their rate increases are going to put on customers who are struggling to pay their bills. Under the new rate plan, the average resident of New York would see a $14.44 increase, 9.1% to their monthly bill. But those rates are gradually going to get larger, meaning that customers will be paying an additional $7.20 on top of that starting in January 24 and even more in 2025. This is all going because Con this is all going on because Con Edison says they have to transition away from fossil fuels. So they're charging you more for your fossil fuels so that they can transition away from fossil fuels into green energy. See how that works? You're going to pay more for fossil fuels because they don't want to use fossil fuels. So you're going to be doing more green energy, but still you're going to pay more for the fuels that you're already getting. Now, some people are complaining. One woman says she feels bad for her parents. They pay over $800 a month. Her mom would like to retire, but she can't. Not with the energy bills the way they are. Con Edison, though, does say they understand. We understand. We understand the burden that this is going to place on New Yorkers, how expensive everything is for New Yorkers. That's why we have very flexible and very generous payment plans, says a Con Edison spokesman. So just, in other words, just pay up and shut up. That's, I guess, the drift on that one. So we've covered Phoenix. We've covered New York. Let's turn our attention to South Florida for a moment. Here was a story that came out of South Florida last week. The surface ocean temperature in and around the Florida Keys soared to typical hot tub levels. The water temperature buoy located in the Everglades National Park, that's in the waters of the Manatee Bay, hit a high of 101.1 degrees Fahrenheit. That happened last week. Now, normal, normal water temperature should be somewhere, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, between 73 and 88 degrees Fahrenheit. But the water down there, hot tub water, 101.1 degrees. This is what Reuters had to say about it. This was a Reuters story. The growing frequency and intensity of severe weather, both on land and in the oceans, is symptomatic of global human-driven climate change. That's what's fueling the extremes. Now, I've been teasing you. I've been telling you that I have some things that could help, that at least advocates believe can help. One of these stories appeared in the New York Times. This was very, very early last week. In fact, it was, no, before last week. It was on July 12th of this year. 
And this is what this article states, to help cool a hot planet, and you just heard how hot it is and you're to blame, to help cool a hot planet, the whitest of white coats. So white to the rescue. Scientists, says the New York Times, at Purdue have created a white paint that when applied can reduce the surface temperature on a roof and cool the building belief. There is a professor of mechanical engineering at Purdue University who says he didn't set out to make it into the Guinness World Records when he began trying to make a new type of paint. He had a loftier goal to cool down buildings without torching the earth. Yilin Ron, I believe is how you pronounce his name, he said he and his team have unveiled their new creation. It's a new type of white paint that can act as a reflector. It bounces 95% of the sun's rays away from the Earth's surface, up through the atmosphere, and throws it into deep space. A few months after they announced that, they announced another breakthrough, a more potent formula that increases sunlight reflection to 98%. The paint's properties are almost superheroic. It can make surfaces as much as 8 degrees Fahrenheit cooler than ambient air temperatures at midday and up to 19 degrees cooler at night can reduce temperatures inside buildings, decrease air conditioning needs by as much as 40%. It is cool to the touch. Even you touch this under a blazing sun, Dr. Ron says, and supposedly is cool. Unlike air conditioners, the paint doesn't need any energy to work. It doesn't warm the outside air. Back in 2001, Guinness Book World Records declared it was the whitest paint ever. It's collected a bunch of awards, but the white paint's getting even whiter, whiter, whiter. So, when are we going to see this? And and if this is the case, why isn't this being, uh-oh, I almost said it. Why isn't it being mandated? Because you know what's going to happen. If this stuff ever really does catch the imagination of liberals, it will be mandated for use. But white paint isn't the only thing that can combat heat. There are thermal images that are being taken in Phoenix. Remember Phoenix? 100 degree, 110 degree temperatures. Just talked about that. There has been, of course, that record breaking heat wave in Phoenix. It's been baking Phoenix for about three weeks now. But some parts of the city, this article was in the Washington Post, some parts of the city, the desert city, aren't getting quite as hot. There is new cool surface and smart technology that can offset some of the heat effect. If not fully offset it, it can at least lower the temperatures. And this is a coating that is being used to lower the temperature on pavement, on blacktop, on streets. It's a water-based asphalt treatment, two to three times more expensive than the standard seal that people uh, use on existing blacktop. But the city is so impressed with this that they're eventually going to treat 4,000 miles of residential road. So far, it's been used on about 100 miles. Infrared hearings roughly align with what research into cool pavement has found. Roads treated with this new kind of asphalt seal 
have an average surface temperature of 10.5 to 12 degrees Fahrenheit lower temperatures than traditional asphalt during the hottest part of the day. So again, there is a new sealant that is being used, Phoenix, so far tested on 100 miles of road, that lowers the heat. And in Phoenix, they want to spread it all over the city. There has been a warning, more climate news, from America's biggest electrical grid operator, PMJ. They have over 65 million customers, some of them in New Jersey. And they are saying that some of their 65 million customers now face potential blackouts during the severe heat wave that we are under. PMJ provides electricity to about 13 states. Many of those states are under excessive heat warnings. Other climate news, my friends. The U.S. climate movement apparently may be facing a bit of trouble. This story, I believe, is in the New York Times. I believe, yes, it was. The American climate movement may be careening toward a breaking point. Last year's passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, which included $370 billion in clean energy and climate investment, was the first time Congress has taken major action, supposedly on global warming. But the sweeping law also widened existing rifts with the nation's climate coalition. Rifts that threaten to derail additional progress that the staff writer of the New York Times, Sammy Roth, says we need so badly. Well, he then pins that on Josh Lappin, an energy historian currently completing his doctorate at the University of Oxford. Mr. Lappin is worried that a battle over permitting reform that came up during the recent debt ceilings negotiating and uh, the negotiations in Congress that those arguments over permitting reform could split the climate coalition into separate camps with irreconcilable differences. So what is this, this, this permitting battle? Well, let me explain it. In order to get the debt ceiling passed, President Biden signed off on changes to environmental laws. Those changes would help both fossil fuel and renewable energy companies get their project uh, get their projects approved faster. And therein lies the rift. If it was only the green energy projects that were going to get passed faster with quicker permitting, everybody would be happy. But no, the evil fossil fuel industry is also going to line up for faster permitting. And Mr. Lappin and others are worried that that is going to cause splits. Whether you think letting renewable energy and fossil fuels duke it out in the marketplace will lead to fossil fuel production falling quickly is what is is issue here. A lot of these leftists think if you do anything to cut fossil fuels a break, you're prolonging the problems. And this permitting issue, some in the left feel, is going to tear apart the climate change movement. While we're talking about climate and talking about the outdoors... One or two other little stories here. This is a tragic, tragic story, my friends. A family, two sisters, teenage son, moved to Colorado. They decided they were going to live off the grid. They were going to go au natural. They wanted to just live off canned food, take a break from the world. Things were so hectic out here. Go off the grid. So last summer, Rebecca Vance, 
with her fam, talked to her family about a dream she had, wanted to live off the land, disconnected from the world. But she was resolute when her stepsister and others said, ah, this is not such a good idea. I'm going to go live off the land, she said she did. Well, that decision proved to be fatal. This past week, a coroner said that he had identified three body, three bodies, three of them that had been found earlier in the month in Colorado's Rocky Mountains. Miss Vance, 42 years old, her 14-year-old son, and her sister, Christine Vance, had all gone out there to try to set up living off the land, and it just didn't work. What happened? Well, it wasn't the heat. It was wintertime, apparently. They lift off the grid, they survived on canned food, they sheltered in a tent, but the winter was harsh. And in the extreme winter weather, they were malnourished and couldn't make it. Now, these are not dumb people, apparently. Miss Vance was pretty smart, and the family was pretty smart. But I'm going to tell you something, this just goes to show you. The only thing found, by the way, at the, a hiker found one of the bodies, and then authorities arrived the next day, that was in July, found one of the bodies, and found the other two. They were so badly decomposed, they couldn't be identified at first. They had a little shelter set up. The only food at the shelter was a single package of ramen noodles. Weather and living, you know, it sounds good. I'm going to live off the grid. Unless you know what you're doing, unless you are trained to live off the grid, that can be a very, very difficult thing. Now, Speaking of outdoors, NBC News being slammed for a report that black people need safe spaces to camp across the country. They have to have designated safe spaces. Why? Because they need to avoid the trauma that would come if they're camping and they come across white people who might have Trump flags. This was actually a report they did. Black people need safe spaces to camp in because... They might, if they're out in the great outdoors, be traumatized beyond belief if they run into some white folks that have Trump flags. <sighs> what can you say? <laughs> NBC. One last story. This was reported by the Daily, Call, uh, the Daily Caller. And this is a good story for us to end on talking about climate, the great outdoors, and living, and all of that good stuff. From the Daily Caller, rich liberal suburbs use invisible border wall to keep out poor minorities, report finds. A new think tank report shows how liberal New York suburbs, and they are talking about Scarsdale, Port Chester, right up in beautiful Westchester County, have used zoning laws, zoning laws to make sure to keep poor minority people out of the neighborhood, and they're calling that the invisible wall. You can go to the Daily Caller and find that story if you want the details on it. Needless to say, I, I just think it's ironic that once again, liberals have been called out for who they are. So, it is hot outside. As I mentioned earlier, we used to call that summertime, but apparently, it's hot outside now is a cause for you to have concern and for you to take the blame that it's your fault, which just boggles my mind. I recently saw a documentary. It's called, um, it's a series, How the Universe Works. And in this documentary, they explain that the sunshine that gets to us 
It takes eight minutes from the time that it leaves the sun and comes and hits Earth in the form of photons, trillions of photons of sunlight. But it takes upwards of a million years before each of those photons of light escape from the inner core of the sun to the sun's surface. It's a complex process. So the sunlight that we're seeing today, the sunlight that is causing much of the heat of the world and is released as the energy that keeps the world alive, the heat, the light that we are experiencing today comes to us after a million years of being in the sun and working its way from the core of the sun to us. So even before mankind in its present form was existing, the sunlight was already preparing or it was God, if you believe this point of view, like I do, was preparing for our creation and what we would need to survive even a million years before we showed up. And many of us have the arrogance to think that we are going to change the weather, that we are going to change the climate on earth. We honestly think that we have the power to do that. That is some kind of arrogance that we human beings have. In the meantime, keep everything golden, stay cool, be cool, in spite of the heat, this heat that is the summertime. This is James Golden for Red Apple Media. Everything is golden, and we're going to keep it that way. Thank you for being here.